Hello, everybody, and welcome to the ninth episode of Shaking and Crying for today, March 13th, 2018. I'm Rob Roberts. And I'm Arya Snark, but you can call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me shoveling ice cream into my mouth two seconds before we record. Mm, what kind of ice cream? Chocolate-covered strawberry ice cream. Like what brand? 7-Eleven brand. Oh, oh for, for real emergencies. <laughs> No, actually, it's really good. It's one of my favorite flavors. Is like, it? I really love ice. I really love strawberry ice cream. But then sometimes I want a little chocolate on the side. Yeah. Um, and it's a really good mix of, uh, and it's like, like chunky strawberry ice cream with like bits of chocolate in it. It's really good. That sounds good. I'm not usually as into the fruity flavors as I am like the chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough kind of flavors. Yeah, you want the kind that's going to give you diabetes in a cavity. Fuck. Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I usually like I have I, I like my um my thrifty brand uh, um, chocolate brownie ice cream. That's been my all time favorite since I was a little kid. I was. Are, um, you, are you of the age where you remember when like thrifty was actually a store and they sold ice cream? Yes. OK. I remember when it switched over to Rite Aid and I was like, what the fuck? Are they going to get rid of the ice cream? Well, I was like, I was more upset that they got rid of the Christmas commercials that were like, Merry Christmas from thrifty and pay. I don't remember that. <sighs> Because it was Payless, and then it was Thrifty, and then it was Rite Aid. Was it Payless or Save-On? I think it was – I don't know. I think all those drugstore companies kind of all merged together at one point. Well, no, Save-On save was CVS. Okay. So Save-On – CVS used to be Save-On, and now it's Rite Aid used to be Thrift – or Thrifty used to be Rite Aid or but whatever it is. the point is square ice cream cones. <laughs> yeah. Is – what the point really is. They were made. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know if that was a nationwide thing or if that's just like a California thing. I don't know how far like that all went out, but that's amazing. They're or actually like the weird the weird ice cream scoop. It's not even a square. It's like a, a little mound of ice cream that you get. It's not a scoop, it's a mound. Yeah, it's like a perfect little little shape. It's a perfect shape. It's like a cylinder of ice cream. Yeah, yes, a cylinder of ice cream. I, that's a very good way to describe it. Uh they still do have ice cream counters at some Rite Aids though. And they yeah, call the it next, thrifty ice cream. The one next to my Joann's has a has a uh, ice cream counter in it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, the- and I went I went to Joann's today uh, on my way home, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna stop and get some ice cream because I need to get some cash back. And they didn't have my fucking favorite flavor. And I was like, well, that's just a fucking cherry on top of this shit-tastic day. You're having you're having a no good, very bad, a horrible day. I really am. Like. I, somebody almost hit me in my new fucking car this morning, and then I had to go to a meeting at work, and then the meeting was canceled, and nobody told me, and then, like, I got to work, and somebody had fucking taken my tortillas that I left in the fridge, because I was going to make me a chorizo burrito this morning, and somebody took my good tortillas out of the fridge and stole them, and then just normal work bullshit, and then, like... I wanted my ice cream, and then I realized that I left a goddamn pattern for my goddamn costume that I'm making for a, a convention in two weeks. Left it downtown when I went shopping yesterday, so I had to go buy another one. And then I went to iRite to get some ice cream, and they didn't have my favorite flavor. And then I was like, well, fuck it. I'll go to 7-Eleven and get some ice cream and get a Slurpee while I'm at it. And then when I got to my 7-Eleven, the Coke Slurpee thing was broken. And I'm just like, you know what? Today is fired i'm breaking up with you today it is not me it is most definitely you go die in a fire i i i wish i had something to follow that up with but i don't you know what i did today i took a nap you know what you're such a bitch 
I got home. Well, I mean, I worked. I, I had an exhausting day at work. I, you know, Mondays are the big, we have new people that start every Monday. So, you know, I do stuff on that and, and I get home and I'm a little bit tired because I've been an extrovert all day. So I was like, I'm going to nap. But today, today it was so cute, Victoria, because I went and I lied down on the couch and I was like, maybe I'll just rest my eyes for a minute. And then all of a sudden, Mr. Smush shows up and goes Meow, and like jumps up on top of me <laughs> and decides that he's going to take a nap with me. Although he kind of does that whole little dance first where he like gets all up in my face. And then he's like, look at my butthole. Look at my butthole. Like how cats do, you know? Yeah. And then finally, uh, you know, he took he you know did his little loaf on my chest. And I, I took a little pic. I had to take a picture for Facebook because, you know, like those are the moments you got it. That, that's why you have an Instagram account. Yeah. Which, by the way, follow up to what we talked about a couple weeks ago. I installed that Facebook purity. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. My life has changed. Right. It's so much better, except I actually I was a little depressed today because somebody defriended me where I was like, oh, that's why I turned that feature off. Maybe maybe I need to as well. Cause... And then and then you can change. So, you know, how you have like the little reactions to posts and stuff. Yeah. You can change the picture of what those reactions look like. <laughs> and they have preset ones that you can choose. And guess what mine is? Uh, there's got to be some like Golden Girls themed ones. No. What it's it... Beyonce. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. I like but that. But speaking of Beyonce, she announced today officially that she and Jay-Z are doing On The Run Tour 2. And I'm really excited. And they're going to be here in, in L.A. in September. And I'm probably going to go see Beyonce for a fourth time. And tickets are only going to be $350 each. I know, right? Well, I got really lucky on the Lemonade Tour and got two seats for 70 bucks each. Mm-hmm. So, like, I lucked the fuck out. Did and you win that. a contest? How did you get seats that cheap? Dude, I don't know. Like, it was a couple – I think it was, like, a month or two before the before the concert. And I was like, let's just check it out. And I looked at there, and it was, like – it was, like, in the in the nosebleeds and on the side. But, like, I still had a really good view. And they were $70 each. So I took my best friend, and that was her birthday present. I we went been, and saw Beyonce. I haven't been to a concert in a really long time. I think the last concert I saw was Erasure. Do you remember when we went and saw No Doubt? I do. That was uh, wasn't that the one when uh, Paramore was? Oh God, yes. Which okay, here's so I can actually say the worst live performance I've ever seen in my entire life was Paramore. Do you remember how Haley Williams like flipped the fuck out mid set? Is that her name? I don't. Yeah, she was so she was such a brat. Do you remember that? Like, okay, so they were playing their their set, and um, the bass was so fucking loud i could feel it vibrating in my chest johnny and i actually ended up leaving to go get margaritas because i was like i can't handle this but at one point that venue sucks it's important to note that that venue sucks they have this um amphitheater they call it the sacramento valley amphitheater no bitch it's an hour outside of sacramento in fucking yuba city you know what's in yuba city jack and shit isn't it in marysville same fucking thing yeah and that it sucks. Like I'll never see another concert there ever. But yeah. anyway, that's um, somebody's ringing my doorbell, but they can suck it. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it was like halfway during her set, and then someone in the pit had the audacity to boo her, and she goes, "I don't care. You can boo me all you want. I'm having a great time. Can't you see how much fun I'm having? I don't care. Boo me all you want. I don't care." <laughs> oh my god. They ring my doorbell three times. It's probably my neighbor. She's super drunk right now. <laughs> you are having quite the day, aren't you? Like I was, I was coming up the stairs, and like my stairs, I can o- it overlooks and I can see like into her courtyard. And she was sitting there smoking a cigarette, 
And so I said, hi, and she jumped and then she's like, oh, hi. And then, um, uh, and then like, she's like, can you come down for a second? I want you to meet the dog. And she got a new dog. And so she wanted me to meet her dog. And then she like cornered me for like 30 minutes trying to talk to me about random shit. And she was super drunk. And I was like, I have to go. I have to record the podcast. I have to go. My friend's waiting for me. Yeah. Yep. Victoria was, weird ass day. Victoria was 45 minutes late tonight, y'all. That's I'm a, never 45 minutes late. It's okay. I don't I don't really care, honestly. It was, just, it was more time to cuddle with Mr. Smush. It's all good. So exactly. as long as we finish before eight, because uh, the other show's at eight. So because I do yeah. double duty on Mondays. Um, let's see. So we were talking about Paramore. Oh, and I was going to say, but I remember that show. So it was Paramore and No Doubt. And No Doubt was really good. That was, um, that was when they were kind of like, like they weren't on their hiatus, but they didn't really have an album to promote. Yeah. They were just like going on tour to go on tour. I think they were trying to rekindle the love or something. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but the three of us, like it was me, you and Johnny and we went and it was an amazing concert and I had no voice the next day and it was perfection. But I also remember that the band that opened for both of them. So there was the sounds open for uh, both. Oh Paramore, yeah. And they were, I was like, why didn't the sounds get to open for no doubt? Because they were better. Yeah. <laughs> they were way better than Paramore. Honestly, yeah. a monkey playing a tambourine would have been better than Paramore. Am I know. Right. Ugh. <laughs> I just remember the guitarists doing backflips off each other and like fucking Cirque du Soleil stuff. And I was like, Oh, I remember that. Yeah. What is, why? <laughs> like, is this what little girls find cool? I don't understand. Apparently. That's what, that's what emo kids in 2006 or seven, whatever it was, found cool. God, was it really that long ago? It was, I think it was like 2000, it was 2009, I think. That sounds about right. Because I moved to Sacramento in 08 and then. Yeah, and then I moved out of Sacramento in the beginning of 2010. Yeah, 2009 sounds about right, because 2008 would have been the year I was really sick, so I wouldn't have done much. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh, one other thing I, I had on my notes to bring up uh, in our little top of the show here. I went to San Francisco over the weekend. It was very random. It was like one of those random, uh, I don't really have anything to do today, and so I was talking with my buddy Shane and we'd originally talked about we we're going to go play Pokemon and catch our Pokemon downtown because there's double XP going on right now, Victoria. It's really exciting. Um, so we were going to go downtown and catch a lot of Pokemon at the Capitol. But then it was like, well, I don't really have plans today. And Shane didn't really have plans either. So I was like, well, let's why don't we just do a road trip? So where should we go? So we decided we're going to go to San Francisco because Pier 39, when it comes to Pokemon, is lit. And he wanted to get shoes. He was like, let's go to San Francisco and get shoes. That was the response, and I was like, "Oh my I, god, shoot!" I know, right? That Kelly thing, by the way, is like 2006, and we all still quote it to this day. Which, if you've never seen Kelly shoes, do yourself a favor and look it up on YouTube now. That was like one of the first YouTubes that I remember seeing. Anyway, yeah, um, these shoes are three hundred dollars. So we did. We went and we caught Pokemon, and we did go to his shoe store. He has some specialty shoes, like soft. Sh Actually, they were nice shoes. Like I kind of. I was going to buy a pair of shoes, but I didn't want to carry the box around with me all day. Yeah. You know, like, that's the downside of when you go on a trip and you don't really, like, have a place to store your stuff. Like, I don't want to walk all day carrying a big box of shoes. See, he Why thought Why didn't you put it in the car? My, okay, I parked the car. This is what I do in San Francisco. I parked the car at your old place. Oh, that makes sense. And for those that don't know, obviously, I'm not going to give the address out on air, but it's basically up on top of a hill. Like, it's up on a hill. So nobody parks up there, so you can find parking because it's at the top of a hill. It's really easy to get parking up there. And then I just take a lift where I need to go. 
in within the city because and that sounds expensive and it is to some extent but it's cheaper than parking and way less stressful oh yeah it really is and like and and if you walk down the hill you can ride on the slide Yes, there is that, a slide. There was that big slide. And yeah, if I'm going out in the Castro, I mean, you can walk down the hill and you end up, again, I'm not trying to give away your old, well, I guess you don't live there anymore, but, um, you, you know, you walk down the hill and the Castro was like right there. So it was nice if you're going out, you can walk down there, but you just don't really want to walk back up. I but, tried walking up one time because I missed the bus and I almost died. I have a good friend that lives in San Francisco now, and so he lives over in um, right by Japantown. So um, it's not it's not like super like close to the Castro, but he's really good with the transit, and he just kind of makes me do transit when I'm there. And that's actually like you want to talk about like cheaper than Lyft. Like yeah, transit transit is like dirt cheap. So and in San Francisco, it's really good because that's what everybody takes when they if you live there. Yeah, and like living here, I sometimes forget that oh, transit can actually be really useful in some places. If it goes where you're going, then yeah, it's great. That's how it is in LA. Yeah. Like if if the if the public transit happens to go where you're going, it's fucking fantastic. But if not, then like when I was without a car for seven months, um, I had to take the bus from where I lived to like it by car, it's only like fifteen minutes, but by bus it took me over an hour. Like Ugh. almost an hour and a half to get to work. Ugh. It was fucking terrible. And it was like a $15 lift each way. So I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to get the lift each way. $30 a day. That's ridiculous when you're working at Starbucks. Yeah, you might as well just rent the damn car at that point. Exactly. Ugh. Uh, the things we do, but uh, yeah, I also say when I uh, when I visit Chicago, uh, Chicago's got great transit, but it also might be a case of it goes where I need to go because like all my yeah. friends live off light rail or what whatever the train I guess is what it is there, but they live right off of that, and then downtown is like super easily accessible as well, and like Boys Town and all places we go out are right there too, so it's like super easy. Yeah, and then and of that's course when I, when I was in New York too, like oh yeah, it took me a day to figure out the 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 subway system, and I was like, oh cool, I got this. Oh yeah, New York City people are super spoiled by transit. Like it is, it is not that good anywhere else. <laughs> no, and I wish it was. Like you'd think, oh, every major city is going to have a transit system this good, and it's. No, it's not. No, some still have a long way to go. The thing that always bugged me about San Francisco's system, which is BART. I mean, they have the buses, too. It's it's important that there's there's BART, which is like the subway, and then there's buses, which is Muni, right? Muni does well, run. Muni, to- Muni's a train, too. Yeah, it's, right. it's kind of like both, right? Like the whole, th- the whole yeah. system is Muni. But anyway, that system runs 24 hours. BART does not. And BART is how you get across the bay. Like if you want to go from you know, the the bay, like Embarcadero or whatever, you want to go over to Oakland, um, and you you, you were going to do that because you parked your car over there and you're leaving uh, at 2 in the morning because you're leaving a bar, you can't really do it. I mean, I yeah. think they have, like, bus service that's like a bus bridge, but it's, like, it's so infrequent, and it's a gross bus, and who wants to do that? Yeah, it's really, it's really inconvenient. So, like, if you do, if you are going to San Francisco and you're going to go drinking, make sure you find a good place that's to park your car where it's cheap and free. Yeah, or well, of course, don't drink and drive. Find a place to stay or something. But like, that's that's the other reason why Lyft is amazing and and Uber and all that stuff is because like now, like, you really can drink and not feel guilty because you know you can get a ride home. Like, that's the best thing about those ride shares. Oh, yeah. It's like there is never I mean, there has never, ever been an excuse to drink and drive because there are taxis and whatnot. But like now that you have a fucking way to call 
a a car to bring you home like in your front pocket yeah there's really no excuse for it especially since saint patrick's day is coming up you guys like if you're listening to this and you're deciding to go get hammered on saturday because it's saint patty's day lift home it's not worth the devastation if you get in an accident and and a dui will ruin your life like I hate, oh, yeah. I, I hate to be so cold, especially if anybody out there has happened to have gone through this. But I just know, like I, somebody very close to me went through the whole DUI experience, and it sucks. So just do every, you know, avoid. Like Victoria says, you got a way to avoid it. Do it. And um, the thing that always bugs me around this time of year, I see it around New Year's Eve, and I see it on St. Patrick's Day, is that this meme is going to start floating around the internet that says, "Call the Tipsy Toe Service to get a free ride anywhere from AAA." That doesn't exist nationwide. And I hate when people spread misinformation like that online because, yes, that thing does exist, but only in certain places. And you know what? You're going to wait forever to use it. So. Oh, yeah. No. And like like going back to the, what you just said about like the, the f- spreading false information. My cousin just posted something today on Facebook about like there's a recall on some kind of Easter eggs or whatever. And the article, like I didn't even click on it, but the article's headline was like, alert. Easter egg recall. Make sure these aren't in these in your house. They will kill your children. <laughs> Talk and about clickbait. Like, wow. And I even said, I was like, this is not an appropriate thing to be posting on the online. Like it's just, it's spreading fear and spreading misinformation. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. But there are sure a hell of a lot of things in your house with that could kill your children. If you're not watching them, like, what happens if your kid gets a hold of a gallon of bleach and drinks some bleach? <laughs> Top 10 Easter eggs that murdered children. Number three will shock you. Yeah. So <laughs> stupid. All right. Uh, I guess we should get in some news unless you have anything else you want to share with our lovely audience here at the top of the show. No, I've bitched enough. All right. And I'm going to bitch some more later on in the show. Just wait for it, guys. Sounds good. And uh, you can always bitch back at us if you want. You can follow us on Twitter at Shaking Crying. You can also follow us on Instagram at Shaking and Crying. And then, of course, you can always send us an email as well, which is uh, Shaking and Crying Podcast at gmail.com. And there's also the comments you can leave at Vogue Network. There's literally like 7,000 ways to contact us. So you have no yeah, excuse. Yeah, like there is no excuse, you guys. Yeah. To be like, oh, I, d- I didn't know how to write you guys a letter. Liar. Anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, at the news tonight. Okay, so this story is going around, and it's really sad, and uh, it has to do with Stanley. Which oh, Grandpa. I know. And y'all know Stanley is like, he, he is, he's, great. he's the grandpa of nerds. He's the grandpa behind, you know, all the Marvel movies and, you know, all those comic books. And I even remember that dippy reality show he did a couple years ago that was the Who Wants to Be a Superhero or something. That was probably about 10 years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Remember that? Um, mm-hmm. So Stanley does all this stuff and he's, you know, he's a staple at these conventions. I remember he was the big guest at Dragon Con last year when I was there. And I didn't even try to go meet him. He had an entire floor dedicated. Oh yeah, to I his mean, stuff. he has a whole convention that's his own. It's Stanley's L.A. Comic Con, but formerly known as Kamikaze. But here's here's the reality of the situation. Stanley is 95 years old. Okay, so we're lucky to still have Stanley in this in this world. And unfortunately, it looks like Stanley may may be you know the, the end may be nearing. And I hate to be so morbid, but that is just the reality, right? We are we are so fortunate and we are blessed that we've had him for 95 years, but you know, we're not going to get 95 more, right? 
So yeah. there was a story a couple weeks ago that he had pneumonia, right? And so that's come oh, out no. that he's had pneumonia. Well, he, he did post a video that ended up TMZ ended up picking up. And he actually said, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm okay. But I've had to cancel these appearances. And I'm just trying to rest up. But here's the real kicker is that stuff is starting to leak. And I know some of this is a little bit trashy. But the reality is, like, this stuff happens. And it's things that are allegedly happening to Stan Lee with his finances. And now that he is in those, what could be final days, some people are coming in to take advantage of this shit. And it, it sucks. Um, I have to say the word allegedly. And you know, according to sources, just to cover our butt right here. Okay. But uh, reports are saying that Lee has lost $1.4 million due to a technical issue with a wire transfer. <laughs> what? Just, yeah, right. I just, Oh, whoops. Ah, a missed My bad. Like connection. My bad. $1.4 million. $300,000 removed from one of Lee's bank accounts with an allegedly unauthorized check made out to Hands of Respect, which is an organization that Stanley is actually no longer a part of. It was a charity that he had founded with himself, Jerry Oliviares, um, and his daughter, JC's former business partner. It was uh, supposed to be uh, Lee's involvement in promotional materials and so forth. But Lee's family says they've yet to see any profits from this, and they're currently looking into auditing the visit. Uh, JC well, actually, that's not very respectful. No. Uh, and in fact, speaking about this, uh, JC actually said, Jerry and an associate promised to make me and my dad a lot of money. JC is the daughter, remember, who's about 60 years old herself because, you know, Stan Lee's in his 90s. Um, but we got nothing out of it except losses. There was a lot of sexism involved with the way Jerry and the associate treated me. These guys separated me from my dad. They alienated me. They used me. They did very bad paperwork, and they were very sneaky. They ruined my life. Um, and so, again, it just seems like all these people started swarming in. As you know, Stan Lee's wife passed not that long ago. Yeah. So this poor guy not only has pneumonia, but he probably just has a major case of the SADS. Like. You know, again, I'm not trying to be morbid, but that is just the way things work sometimes. Like when my grandpa passed away, uh, it was probably, God, it was probably about 15 years ago at this point. My grandpa passed away. My grandma only lived nine l- months longer and she, she straight up died of sadness. Like there's, well, I mean, that's just like Debbie Reynolds. It's like, you know, Karen yes. Fisher died and the next yes. day Debbie Reynolds was gone. Yes. Like it's, it's totally possible. And you hear these stories all the time. Right. So I think, you know, Stan Lee, I mean, I know he did a few more comic conventions after that, but I think. I think he's just I think he's just ready to try to, you know, have a peaceful, you know, fat last few days here. And it sucks that there's so many vultures allegedly trying to get his money that it's not able to be peaceful. It just sucks. It's disgusting. But I want to reassure um, any Marvel fans out there who are concerned that Stanley's cameos in the movies will stop once he passes. That is not true. Um, my friend Aaliyah works with a lot of motion capture technology and things like that. Like she worked on, um, on the beast in the live action Beauty and the Beast that came out last year. Oh shit. Um, yeah. And she worked with Stan Lee and they did a bunch of filming for various cameos that might happen in future Marvel films. So they have like a little library of, um, of, of, you know, of Stanley, so that's kind of smart. So they don't have to use like a fucking hologram or something. Yeah, she also remember that. Remember that in what in Coachella, I think it was when they did the hologram of Tupac. You remember that? I do because oh my god! Like when I like, now obviously I saw that in a headline about and I knew it was a hologram. But can you imagine being there? That shit looked real. 
Can you imagine? Aaliyah worked on that. That is, that is stunning because that that looked real. Like, seriously, can you imagine yeah. being there and fucking Tupac shows up on stage and you don't know that it's a fucking hologram? Yeah. Oh, no, oh yeah, God. Aaliyah worked on that. That's, so Now, I knew I knew yeah. concert holograms were a thing because they do um, uh, the Gorillas. Right, that that band mm-hmm. that's uh, Damon Albarn from Blur, like right, they they're all cartoon characters. They do holograms, and uh, of course, you know, since I follow the Japanese video gamey stuff, Hatsune Miku is another big thing. Um, Vocaloid music, which you probably have no idea what this is. Mm-mm. Yeah, but uh, it's basically she's a character as well, and uh, we'll do concerts, but it's all a hologram as well. Oh, okay, so you're basically watching a cartoon run around on stage in front of you. Kind of, but it's like, but you're still kind of at like this, well, I've never been, I've just seen video of it, but it's still like you're kind of like at this rave and she's performing because the music is very like, you know, like upbeat Japanese techno, like like Dance Dance Revolution music, basically. Yeah. Okay, so it's like, you know, a couple no, hours my roommate, of that. My roommate's super into that anime trash music, so she's like, she, when if, I'm, if I'm in my room and she's sewing in the living room, I'll go out there and hear like anime trash music and that's what she calls it she's like it's my anime trash it's fine no it's fine it's fine we all we all have that trash music that we listen we all have to our, we all have our thing i was listening to my emo trash playlist earlier today because yes. it makes me feel better when i'm angry yes and i definitely have a pop trash p- playlist like i definitely have like uh oh especially like um uh euro that's my big euro is my big like trashy stuff yeah, I know you like your your gay beats, as we used to call them. I still call them gay. I have a Spotify playlist called Gay Beats. <laughs> is it spelled with a Z? Yes, it is. Of course it is. Oh, I'm so proud of you. It's not gay beats without a Z. It's true. That's very <laughs> true. Um, well, speaking of spelling things with Zs, when Rob sent me um, the show roll for tonight, um, he sent me – so my second – my first story is about Star Wars, and he spelled Star Wars with a Z. It's because so. I'm edgy, Victoria. I'm super edgy. He's, I'm sorry. I can't handle how edgy you are. It's just – it's – ugh. It's so – you're so cool. Um, it actually says but... on my business – it actually says on my business card, Rob Roberts, comma, edgelord. Oh, Lord. No, it doesn't. Does it really? Yeah, and I also meet main Reaper in Overwatch. I hate you. Um. So – the uh ah, shit my microphone fell over um but uh so apparently we've mentioned the um the disney uh, streaming service that they're going to start pretty soon um apparently they are going to be teaming up with john favreau who um uh who did the who's doing the live action remake of the lion king and has done the iron man movies and they are going to be making a um not new not live be, action not to be confused with the john favreau that hosts pod save america which is another oh, is podcast a... they have oh, the okay. same name it's crazy oh that's crazy is it spelled yeah. the same way uh i don't know i haven't bothered to look that into it but all I, oh, okay i do i do know the john favreau that hosts pod save america very good looking man very good looking man okay well that's good to know and super liberal. um can I finish my story, please? Yes. I sorry, I was thinking about boys. Rude. So rude. Um they're basically making a live action Star Wars show for the Disney Channel streaming service. Which I mean that's gonna be pretty cool. Um but right now the details are pretty are pretty scarce. Uh we don't know when it'll be chronologically placed within the universe, uh, or if it'll involve new characters or familiar one or you know, familiar ones. But, uh, you know, it's said to involve worlds and figures thus far unknown to Star Wars fans. 
And we can't exactly rule out the possibility that Favreau's show will engage an entirely new story set in the Star Wars universe. So, I mean, it's going to be pretty cool. I guess they're going to start, you know, playing on this whole, we're going to be making, you know, um, individual movies set within the Star Wars universe, like the Han Solo movie that's coming up pretty soon. And um, what is it? Uh, what was that fucking movie called? The uh, one. Rogue is, One. Oh, my God. Rogue One. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I didn't like Rogue One. I'm like the one person who didn't like it. So I forgot all about it. Like, I, I was not. A big I fan. didn't see it, but I still haven't seen episode eight either. I wasn't a big fan of episode eight either, but that's my, you know, I find out, I find with episode eight, it's like people either loved it or they were just kind of like, really, this is it. And that's, I was in the really, this is it camp. Is it on um, like Blu-ray or any of that shit yet? I do need to see it at some point, but like, yeah, like, I think it's, I think it's come out on DVD already because it came out what in December. Yeah, because yeah, it's right before Lena's birthday that so, it came out. I think it came out on Lena's birthday. There have been um, like like ever since Disney took over the Star Wars thing, like they 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 turned up the tap to maximum. Like we have been we have been drowning in Star Wars stuff. I mean, which if you're a huge fan of Star Wars, I'm sure you're like you're like a pig and shit. You're so happy right now, but uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I like Star Wars, but. I don't I don't have time to keep up with all of this. Yeah, I mean, like I didn't really care for Rogue One very much. Like I felt looked at looking at it from like an English major's point of view, like ending it the way that they ended it basically like negated everything that happened within the movie and it's like, "Well, what the fuck did I spend two and a half hours watching this like why did i spend two and a half hours watching this i don't understand you make it um, you make it sound like it was the end of roseanne the sitcom <laughs> well i mean that yeah that was also another very terrible ending um but i understand why they ended it that way i just wish that it had ended differently i guess hmm. um so i mean i'll, I'll like i said i'm probably going to be subscribing to the disney streaming service because you know I'm a lemming and I have to do everything that Disney tells me to do because it's amazing. Um, and I'll probably watch this show. So, you know, stay tuned for Victoria's rant about whether or not she loves or hates this show. In 2020 or whenever the show actually comes out, I'm sure it's a forever ways out. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, but I mean, it's, if it's written and produced by John Favreau, like it, it's probably going to be good. And like I mentioned before, like I'm very hesitant about the live action CGI Lion King that's coming out, but I'm going to go see it because Beyonce is voicing Nala. Yeah, I was like, Beyonce's in it. So we're done with this conversation. We're going to go see it. Like uh, there's, Yo, there's, yeah, I mean, like, there's no Donald if Lover is, is voicing Simba. And I, that's going to be really I mean, that's going to be really good. And John Oliver is Zazu and like so many actors that I like. Um, but like, I, I still kind of raise my eyebrow at what they're going to do. It's going to be done the same way that the jungle book was done. And I just, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of how the CGI animals mouths move. Like if you're going to have an animal movie, do it like homeward bound where it's basically just like telepathic thought. I I'm going to give it a shot, but please Lion King don't have the opening song be terrible. Like it was in beauty and the beast. Cause remember, I almost walked out beauty and the beast right after that opening. I know I was like, yeah, nope. you have to like, Let's get let's get the let's get it done like the way Broadway does it where it's amazing. You're just like fuck yes. Oh my god! But, when um, I saw the line, I didn't see Lion King on Broadway, but I did like the Broadway on tour type of thing when it came to our town, and like mm -hmm. I was I I was blown away. Like when they they started it, I was like, I wanted to stand up and scream yes and start snapping because it was amazing. You're like I am here for this. Yes, come on puppets. Yes, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's get sickening. Anyway, uh, <laughs> streaming services. How about Netflix? Uh, Netflix, you know, because they're losing a lot of this stuff to the Disney service. They're trying to come up with their own stuff. And we know already Netflix has Shonda Rhimes. I mean, that's a huge thing right there. Uh, Ryan Murphy has been doing a ton of stuff. We talked about that a few weeks ago on the show. Uh, now, apparently, Netflix is making a deal with the Obamas. That's right. <gasps> Barack Obama. Uh, in a report by the Times, New York Times, saying that Barack Obama and former First Lady Michelle Obama aiming to highlight inspirational stories, taking on roles behind or in front of the camera. Uh, something that's being thrown around is possibly that Barack Obama would moderate conversations on topics like health care and immigration, and possibly Michelle might be doing a show on nutrition, which was something she was really big on when she was in the White House. Obviously, nobody is uh, talking on this. Netflix isn't going to say anything. The Obamas aren't saying anything. Um, but I just find it hilarious because, you know, there's rumors and it makes a lot of sense that the only reason our current president ran for office was so that he could lose and lose spectacularly and use that as leverage to set up his own cable news network, which is why he was always relentlessly attacking the cable news networks that were out there. Because don't forget, mm -hmm. he, he, at one point he was attacking Fox News as well. Remember Megyn Kelly when he refused yeah. to do the debate? Remember that whole thing? So yep. that, that whole thing was supposed to be a springboard for him launching his own network. So... It is kind of poetic justice in some way that Obamas are going to beat him to it. <laughs> and, like, I miss I miss them so much. Like, ugh, they I were do. so good. I, I just, I don't know. Rem I, I miss the Obamas so much. I know. I remember a time when I, I had such a respect for the presidency. And, oh God, it's just, it feels like it, feels like it was 20 years ago. Like I feel I know, like that. Right? I feel like that old ass lady in the Titanic movie. It's been eighty four years. That is how I feel. It's, yeah, and it's been what a year? Eighty four days. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been like oh my god, and it's just I don't know. It's it's we try not to get political. Like we got a little political last week and talk or whenever <laughs> it was we talked about the the Black Lives Matter issue and all that. Girl, you should have been there last week for Orange or last night for Orange Lounge Radio, girl. <laughs> Oh, what happened? Because of the whole the whole White House panel on video games. Oh, and right. What a yes. Shit show that is, and that what a fucking joke that whole thing is. I won't spoil because, the whole conversation because we checked out we checked out video games. And we blame video games after Columbine, but it's been like twenty years since Columbine. So I just and I think the takeaway from last night was Canada, though. It, meaning that yeah. Canada has all, access to all of these same things. Canada has access to all the same movies, all the same video games, same types of ratings and stuff. I mean, some some minor differences, but for the most part, it's done pretty much the same way. And we don't have this problem in Canada. Canada, though. Anyway, yeah. For the rest of it, I know. Go, I've been I've been rewatching Handmaid's Tale, and I just keep thinking about how. Um, again, my friend Aaliyah, uh, <laughs> we when we were first starting to watch the show, she texts me and she's like. Okay, the the minute my debit card is declined for any fucking reason, I'm picking your ass up and we're going to Mexico. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started. Like they they um all the all the money that all of the women had like got transferred to their husbands or their next male, uh, next of kin, their male next of kin. So and then like all the women got fired from their jobs. And, you know, that's when the whole, okay, everything's changing started. So she was like, as soon as my debit card gets declined for any fucking reason, we're going to Mexico. I could see you guys as like Thelma and Louise. Like, I really could. Oh, I know. <laughs> Without driving off a cliff. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, 
different ending. It would be the it would be the funniest fucking Thelma and Louise. Except, except as long as I as long as I get to be Gina Davis and bang a twenty year old Brad Pitt. Well, I was gonna say actually your story I think would be a little more like Thelma Louise and a screaming gay in the back seat. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> I think because because I'm just I'm inserting myself into your guys's fantasy here because damn it there's sp- there should be space for me in that car when you guys go to Mexico and if you guys try to drive off a cliff don't worry I'll scream at you both. <laughs> Be going over the cliff. Bitch! <laughs> God damn it! But it's like it's because even though this is like this mental image or whatever, it's so fucking accurate. It really is. Think about it, you guys. You've been listening to the show for nine episodes now. From what you know about us, if you don't know us in real life, you know this to be true. Look into your thoughts. You know this to be true. Why did you drive off the cliff, you fucking bitch? <laughs> Anyway. Why didn't you pack my parachute? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just a it's gonna be like this is what you get for not jumping out of the plane on the amazing race. <laughs> this is I it's it's funny in the way that Wiley Coyote cartoons are funny when he falls off the cliff and there's that little poof of smoke at the bottom. Like that's just It's <laughs> <laughs> just what I'm imagining this to be. Yeah, same. It's just uh, anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, yes. Uh, Barack Obama. Uh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now back to something that really matters. And also Barack Obama. Um, <laughs> Obama was actually recently on Netflix. You may or may not be aware. I don't know if you saw this. I did. I watched some of it. I didn't get through the whole thing because I just didn't have the time because it was already well, midnight when I started thing. watching this. And, like, I had to shut off. But he was on the new David Letterman thing on Netflix called My yeah. Next Guest Needs No Introduction. Did you watch it? I did not watch it. Oh, um, you sh- it, it seemed a little too highbrow and serious for me. Like, I've been watching the Joel McHale show because oh, I'm garbage. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was super serious. Like, the president definitely shows that he has a sense of humor. Um, making- well, I mean, he had a sense of humor when he was like, I would like to share with you all my birth video at the fucking White House Correspondence Center. And it was the opening scene from Lion King. <laughs> That was did you good. see that? I, I did see that. I remember when he made fun of Donald Trump to his face. Yeah. That shit was funny. Of was course. Hilarious. I remember I just remember Donald Trump's face when they after they played that video. He was just like, God damn it. He had that look of like, I just fucking hate everybody here. I know. And now he's laughing now. Fucking asshole. Anyway, uh, <laughs> where were we? Sorry. <laughs> it's just the, the, image, Obama. <laughs> the image of the car came back into my head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this segment has definitely gone way off the rails <laughs> do it for obama <laughs> for beyonce and obama. <laughs> oh yes yeah, sorry sorry uh anyway uh one more story victoria super super serious stuff right oh yeah it's way serious so i hope you guys are prepared for another um victoria rant because it's just been 
this whole episode has just been full of them. Um, so there is a website called viraldisney.net that has reported that they have heard through their sources, whatever those may be, that Walt Disney World plans on closing the Haunted Mansion in the near future to accommodate a cocoa overlay. Now, I have many, many, many feelings about this. Um, It is a one-hour show, dear. I know, I know, and I'll try to consolidate them. But um, Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride of all time. When I was six years old, I went on that ride with my mother. And when we went through the attic where Constance, the bride who decapitated all of her husband's uh, haunts, I turned to her and I said, Mommy, when I grow up, I want to be just like her. And she goes, what, you want to kill all your husbands, honey? And I'm like, yes. And then you were in therapy for five years. But... I have a very deep love of Haunted Mansion. I have a Haunted Mansion purse. I have two I have two Haunted Mansions, three Haunted Mansion purses. I have um I did a Haunted Mansion Dapper Day outfit. I have Haunted Mansion stickers on my car. I love this fucking ride. I also happen to hate the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay at Disney World, at Disneyland. I hate it. Um, my favorite ride is essentially down for five months because it's some other bullshit that I just, I don't, I don't care. Now in, like, su- in support of you, Victoria, um, uh, my earliest memories of the Haunted Mansion was screaming my head off, begging to get off the ride during the elevator scene because it was so fucking scary when I was eight years old. And so they I had, mean, frankly, they do show a hanging dead man. Uh, yeah, it, like, it is. It is kind of scary. So it's yeah. kind of scary. Well, that's the whole point. Like when they were making the ride, I believe Mark Davis, one of the Imagineers, I could be wrong. I know Mark Davis worked on it, but I can't remember if he was the one who wanted to keep it scary or if he wanted to make it campy. So, like, there was one Imagineer who wanted to make it scary and another Imagineer who wanted to make it kind of campy and fun. So they kind of compromised. And the whole story behind the Haunted Mansion is as you're going through the mansion, you're alive. And you that's why you can't really see the ghosts. And, I mean, until, you know, you go through Leota's room and then, like, they decide to show themselves to you. Like, you see them when you go through the ballroom and then when you go to Constance's attic. But... When you go through the attic, Constance sees that you know that you know what she's done. You know she murdered her husbands, and so she pushes you out of the window, and that's why you go backwards into the graveyard, oh. where they do that grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Oh, um, that's why you go backwards. Um, and so once you're in the once you're in the graveyard, you're dead, and that's why you can see everybody having a big old grand party. I never knew that that was the story. That's kind of neat. Yes, education story. And you're right. And I just I did want to echo though that I agree the nightmare version of that ride sucks. And that's nothing against the movie. The movie is great, but the nightmare version of the ride like sucks compared to the regular one because the regular one is like it it it. And I don't like violent things. Like I fucking hate those Saw movies and things like that. But that is not like what the Haunted Mansion is. The Haunted Mansion is like Vincent Price reading fairy tales the way they were supposed to be. Like when Hansel and Gretel. Uh, push that witch into the oven like that's that's the type of ride that haunted mansion yeah. is it's it's fun it's scary if you're really little but like it's still fun it's a disney ride at the end of the day now it's elvira 
El- it's Elvira. It's Elvira without the tits. Yes. Um, but you know, people in Disney World have been wanting to see the Nightmare Before Christmas bullshit on their Disney on their haunted mansion. And I love the Disney World haunted mansion. They have a fucking MC Escher room. Oh wow. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, but uh, you know, they they but surveys have come back that they're saying that the movie is just too dated, which is true. That movie came out in 1993. I mean, that was 25 years ago for Christ's sake. Um, which saying that made me feel very old. Um, but um, you know, that with with what a smash hit Coco was, you know, Disney's like, oh, well, we can kind of do this to Haunted Mansion and make it a Coco thing like with the whole Land of the Dead and they can kind of still play with the idea of you know going through uh, Miguel's like hometown and then like when he goes and crosses over into the Land of the Dead like I, I get how they can make the connection but like dude Haunted Mansion is sacred like it's one of the best rides at Disneyland it is my number one favorite ride of all time I really wish they would stop fucking with Haunted Mansion like if since Nightmare Before Christmas is so fucking popular give it its own ride give it its own ride yeah take out the stupid Winnie the Pooh ride that nobody goes on and put a fucking Nightmare Before Christmas ride there there you go you know but the same thing at at Disney World like you can take out take out the fucking Hall of Presidents because now that you have number 45 in there like I don't want to go in there (laughs) I my friend and I are planning on going to Disney World for our birthdays in October and I'm like I wonder how loud I have to boo during his stupid speech to get kicked out of the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> is, that, is that your goal to get kicked out of the Hall of Presidents? It is my goal to get kicked out of the Hall of Presidents. I would only um, want to see it because I want to see just how much in person it looks like a Hillary model that was like stopped halfway through and made a different person. Oh, I know, right? Um, but I mean, obviously, this has not been announced, but a lot of these like. Disney sleuth websites have been pretty correct um, when it comes to uh, like these types of announcements and these types of like speculation. Only time it didn't, uh, they weren't really spot on is when they said that they were going to close Jungle Cruise in Disneyland and like change it over to something else, which upset me because Jungle Cruise is is my number two favorite ride. Um, And I'm really like the one christmas overlay that i'm really sad didn't happen this year was the jingle cruise where they'd make the jungle cruise christmas themed yeah i was gonna say they they did end up doing like that jingle cruise thing and that was those you guys i didn't get to do it but those you guys that did it thought it was pretty good it was super cute they called it piranica when the piranhas (laughs) come it was piranica and they and they went crazy they went for eight crazy bites like (laughs) i feel like in another lifetime you would have been a narrator on that ride okay Okay, but like if they paid more than a minimum wage, I would absolutely be on be a a, a, a skipper on the Jungle Cruise. Um, You'd be so good at it. And I like my my thing. I was like, I'd want to talk like this the entire time because how funny would it be to have a girl who talks like this narrate your cruise? <laughs> okay, help yourself to some coffee and bars. I'll do my favorite joke. My favorite joke, and they don't do it anymore, and it makes me really sad. So it's right after you go through um, – it's right when you go through the Nile and you see the the sleep the, the sleeping zebra with the pack of hungry lions guarding him. Oh, yeah. Kind of – again, t- talk about like kind of borderline like dark humor. Yeah, that part. Like, oh, look, that sleeping zebra is being guarded by those pack of lions. That's how all zebras sleep with their necks 
kinked and their tongues out and their eyes closed. Okay, let's keep moving. Like that's that's the joke on that one. But my favorite joke is when uh, you just pass that and it's like a group of a group of explorers are on like climbing up a totem pole to get away from a rhino. Mm-hmm. And the um, the joke is, it's like, okay, just around the river bend on the right-hand side, you're going to see a group of explorers. That man there on the bottom of the totem pole, his name is Ahantis. It looks like that rhino is going to poke Ahantis. <sighs> it's so good. Whatever. It's funny. That's funny. Um, but now they, um, now it's like, it looks like that rhino is going to get his point across in the end, like it's not as good. The Pocahontas line is so much better. Okay, but I've heard but, the point across in the end. That is pretty funny. It is funny, but like Pocahontas is better. Um, but like you know, I, I don't mind that overlay because it's it's still it's still the same ride and it's still all the same stuff. Like it's still you still have you know Ginger Snap with the with the the, the snake and you still have like the the Bengal tire and all that all those things. And it's not like okay, we're going to take this one thing and make it something completely different with a couple of touches of what it originally is, like it is with the, you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. But I don't know. I'm just like, there are some rides, and I know Walt Disney always said that as long as there's imagination, Disneyland will never be finished. And that's, you know, that's fine and that's great and everything. But, like, there are some things that need to remain what they once were. I understand making updates, like when they updated the Alice in Wonderland ride and they inserted like the projections and like LED lights and it made it really, really cool. Oh yeah, the Peter Pan ride did that too. It was really neat. Yeah, the Peter Pan ride. And then when they updated, um, they did some updates on Indiana Jones and they added, you know, really cool projections and LED lights and they updated some of the, you know, some of the, the, the rooms and stuff like that. But like, that's fine. And I understand you know, swapping things out when they don't work. But hey, Disney, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, maybe you should focus some of your energy on fucking Tomorrowland, which is basically <laughs> like, why is this here? Oh, which is sad because I love Tomorrowland, but you're right. Bring back the people mover, damn it. Dude, I know, right? Ugh. Um, But like, yeah, like exactly. Like the people mover tracks are just sitting there unused and i really wish they'd move the freaking rocket ride that's at the beginning at the entrance to tomorrowland that creates a giant bottleneck i wish they would move it back to the top of where the rocket rod landing was yes move it back up there because you have a giant bottleneck like right there in the middle of like trying to get into tomorrowland at any point in time it's such a pain in the ass because you have so many people trying to get in and out at the same time in a very small amount of space it's just it's very frustrating like i love disney and i love disneyland and i'm gonna be an annual pass holder until i die i'm sure but there are just some times where i want to sit down with the people who plan these things and sit them in a room and just shake them and be like what the fuck is wrong with you you want to sit them in the back seat of your car and drive them off a cliff yeah yes this is fucking with haunted mansion (laughs) all right let's get to some tweets uh and emails well we would do emails we didn't get any emails so uh that's that but we will do some tweets and i want to give i want to give a special shout out this week to uh, uh our first tweet this week from omg it's john 890 who i believe was the only person to actually do the homework assignment last week Good for you. Thank you. You get a gold star. Everybody else, you get an F. You get a you get that ugly like 
brown star that's you, just not as good. You get driven off a cliff. All right. Um, <laughs> but uh, John tweeted us saying, at Shaking Crying, I'm a Hufflepuff turned Ravenclaw. Rob is totes Slytherin, and Victoria is totes a Hufflepuff. And uh, he used emoji to communicate this and wanted to point out for Hufflepuff, there is no badger emoji LMAO. So I think this is like a wolf emoji he had to use instead. I don't okay, know, there, that's fair. Is there an approved emoji set for um, Harry Potter? I usually – no, there's not an approved emoji set for Harry Potter. But, like, whenever I talk about being a Hufflepuff, I always use the yellow heart and the black heart. Oh, okay. our colors are, are yellow and black. Speaking of Harry Potter and, like, Hogwarts houses and stuff, um, Lena and I are going to go to Ren Faire. Uh, when it starts up here, the Renaissance Pleasure Fair, that's big one in L.A. And we're all going to do Hufflepuff houses or Hufflepuff, Hogwarts houses as Ren Faire outfits. That'll be fun. So I'm doing I'm going to do um, a Hufflepuff dress with like touches of Slytherin. So I'm going to do like I'm thinking like a gold and black dress with like emerald jewelry or something. Uh-huh. So. Anyway, continue with the tweets. No, they'll be fun. Uh, Oh, Krylo sent us a tweet saying, I'm a a beautiful weirdo who doesn't care about going to the movies alone and sent us a picture from the movie theater with his shining, happy, winky face in the back row, giving us the peace sign. So he was actually at the movies alone when he sent this. He um, screenshotted that and sent that to me on a private message on Instagram as well. So he he makes sure I see these so I don't find out about them on the show, which I really appreciate. (laughs) I, I we're did. actually like we're actually becoming kind of becoming friends because like he'll message me these tweets that he sends you and then we'll have like a nice little conversation and I'm like the next time I'm I'm down by where he lives like I want to go and meet him and I want to hang out and like go get lunch or something so let's have lunch girl yeah I was gonna say I'm pretty sure he does Disney and stuff as well and I know he's in that same area so yeah go girl let's have lunch boo there you go. I've met him before because we played the same online video game for a very, very, very long time. And so there was a, a nerdy convention for that thing in Vegas. So we met up there. Woo. It was fun. Hooray. Anyway, one more tweet to us from Ninja Bunny who tweets Yay! us saying, whoa, 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 at Shaking Crying. That guy blasting the Farmville OST in his car, I think you dodged a bullet. <laughs> See? Everyone agrees he who shall not be named was a mistake. I d- oh my god, I was so into him, you guys. Like, I know you were. It's so ridiculous. Like, I will say though that one time, um, my tire blew because I tried to put too much air in it and it exploded. And he came down and like helped me out and hung out with me all day to like until I got my tire fixed. So like he wasn't a total monster, but dumping you the way he did makes him a fucking demon so you know like Eh. it's one of those things where i I have this very like you know i have a very um you know you know my uh my uh my my muse is alanis morissette i love her more than anything and i think i just have a very like zen alanis morissette like not not alanis morissette from jagged little pill where i'm like i go down on a theater like i'm not like that but more like just the whole like zen buddhist reflection of just like i just i just wish him peace or maybe it's more like rupaul when he's watching somebody drown like i'm just gonna send them really good thoughts and energy Yeah. And that's like that's how I feel about my ex. I'm just no and I mean it. I'm just I'm just gonna send thoughts and and thoughts and prayers. I'm just gonna send thoughts (laughs) and prayers. Because those work. (laughs) But that's all I got. And that's uh do you have anything on Instagram? Um there was a thing, yeah. So so it's um the 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 name is Sia Tibri. I I see a Tabiri. Sia Tabiri, yeah. Uh, he's he does OLR too, yeah. Oh, 
okay, cool. Uh, he says, I'm one of those faulty Hufflepuff people who is too loyal for his own good. Oh. So, I mean, I get that. I have those moments where you just, like, you want to continue. And, like, I want to be friends. I want to be friends. I want to be friends. And then someone treats you like garbage. And you're like, I still want to be friends. So I get it. Well, then two people did the homework assignment. My bad. Yeah, I'm very proud of you guys, the two of you. Yes. The rest of you, I want to see you after class. <laughs> it's time to be disciplined. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> and on that note, I think that brings another episode of Shaking and Crying to a close. It was fun as always, though, Victoria. What do you say we do it again next week? I think I can squeeze you in. Let me check my book. Okay, I'm good. Okay, good. Uh, and uh, next week will be our 10th episode. <gasps> Milestone. And then in two weeks, we're going to have to tape this on a weird night because I'm going out of town for like five days. Fuck you. I'm going to I'm going to Hotlanta. Oh, OK. Have yeah. Fun. So that'll be that'll be fun. So I will have Hotlanta stories to tell in just a couple weeks. So stay Yay. tuned for that. So we will see you next time here on Shaking and Crying. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.